Hey Basic Fam, welcome to the Basic Buzz. My name is Davey and this is episode 13. Today on the show we have our April feature and of course our host Trista. What up, what up people? And our feature this month is a wonderful young lady from Orlando. And, well, I'm going to let you introduce yourself. Hi, guys. I'm Erica. And I own um, Bombshell Brows and Beauty. And we're microblading specialists down in sunny California. Or not California. (laughs) Originally California. Yeah. Uh, But Orlando. Like that's right down the street. It's good stuff. So wait, you said you're originally from California. Yes. And it's funny that I said California because I haven't been in, gosh, it's been like maybe even 20 years. What? So I don't even know why I mentioned California. We're not that yeah, old. Why? That's not even possible, right? <laughs> <laughs> 20 know, years. But it seems like you got Cali on your mind, though. I know. I think we might need to make a trip over. <laughs> for real, for real. So um, I guess, Erica, I mean, uh, you did a great job. What, um, well, I should probably preface this. I We met, actually, in college uh when yes and back then i thought it was kind of cool because like as a foreigner myself i was like hey um i speak french and she was like oh that's really cool i speak german and and i was like no way um but you have ancestors and like a heritage or like family in germany as well yeah, so my I'm German and Iranian and Jamaican, so I have family in, in Germany, and it's interesting because even my my family in German Germany we have um, quite a mix. So some of my cousins are part Japanese, uh, part Tahitian, and and so wow. it's always interesting when we get together. People are like, oh. It's, are you guys, how do you guys know each other? And we're like, you cousins. <laughs> we're family. <laughs> no, that so, is so cool. It sounds yeah. like your family is its own melting pot in itself. Yes, yes, definitely. Wow. It's pretty cool. It's interesting. When was the last time you guys went to Germany? Um, the last time we went, my oldest, who's now five, she was 18 months. Wow. So it's been a while. So we're definitely my the two boys. They're uh, two. He's one of Maverick's going to be three next month, or actually in like twenty days. Yeah. And um, Riker seven months. So they haven't been able to make it. And I really, I'm working really hard to speak German with them. Sometimes it's hard. Mm-hmm. But you know, Carson, she was fluent at one point and kind of lost it. So I'm, I'm trying to you know get it into them so they can be fluent as well. That's awesome. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. My dad uh, was the same way. He just talked to me in French though, as much as possible. And uh, that's how I learned my French. So, um, great. I mean, I know it's tough. Well, I'm so. a little jealous. <laughs> I'm just, you know, one language kind of girl, and I'm a little jealous. <laughs> you know, it's not too late, though, because Josh has been using Duolingo, and ironically, his German written he can write better than I can. 
No way. So I, it's, I call myself a little bit of an illiterate German. <laughs> well, I speak, but I speak off of everything I hear. I, I'm not, most people expect me to, to write and, um, and read very well just because I'm, I'm able to speak it so well, but I struggle with the written part. So mm. it's kind of weird. <laughs> Funny. You're, I'm, I'm the exact same way. I know how to speak it, have a hard time writing, and it's always been a tough sore spot. You get it. Most people yeah. don't get it, but you get it. <laughs> Are people surprised when they, when um, you speak French to them? Are they, do they kind of like yeah. jump out? Oh, I didn't yeah. expect that. <laughs> often, very often, I, actually. I get that all the time. And the funny thing is my, um, so my, I, my colloquial German, I can speak it as if I'm from, when I speak it, people know what part of Germany mm -hmm. my mom's from, like yep. we're from. Yep. But then, um, but then one time I was there and this lady, I was shopping at a store over there and this lady corrected my German and looked at me kind of like, shame on you for making that mistake. And I'm like, yeah. I don't know what's going here. So it was like enough to be like, you're from here but then she yeah. felt like she needed to correct me <laughs> yo that is i can't we share a lot because that is exactly how it is for me it's like i speak so fluently that people just assume i'm from france but i do have some trouble with certain words or like sentences or explaining certain aspects of life right there's a complicated set of uh words that i, I never learned and right, so exactly. I'll, I'll have trouble and then you know people they kind of look at you weird for a second like wait you know like what grade of french or you know whatever did you get to it's, it's kind of funny <laughs> yeah so. exactly that's exactly it yeah. and i used to be embarrassed about it but then i was like you know what i'm not going to be ashamed of it because yeah. it's it's a pretty awesome thing to be able to make it and communicate that well for not writing and reading oh, at for a sure. certain level you know sure. so but you're not yeah. the only talented one in your family either. I mean, your immediate family, nuclear family, because your husband's actually pretty talented too, right? Yes, he, he, um, I call Josh, um, I feel like Josh is good at everything. But <laughs> one thing that he's known for it being really good at is playing the saxophone and playing rugby. And mm -hmm. if you look at Josh, and you guys know Josh, but if you, for anyone who doesn't know Josh, if you look at him, you and you see him like get in his um, kit to play rugby. You see him on the field. You're, most people I hear in the stands say um, most of them don't know I'm his wife, so they'll talk candidly about him. Um, but they're like, "What is that guy doing out on the field? He's gonna get, he's gonna get smashed! Like, no. what's going on?" <laughs> and then after the first couple plays, when you know he has the ball and. Mm and they have the scrums and everything and the, the tackling going on and you don't see him it looks like in those cartoons where the where they kick up the dirt and you're like oh gosh where are the characters and then, and then he like jumps out and you're like oh my gosh okay is the guy okay and it's so funny because it's like he's an underdog on the field but he he is he um packs a, a powerful um punch not that he's really punching them but you know mm -hmm. he tackles really well and yeah he, he works really um, he works really hard to earn his, his spot and actually ironically enough watching him on the field has been inspiration for me and my personal just journeys and 
hitting and trying to smash goals myself, whether it's business related or working out or just um, things that I, I want to kind of work on and perfect in my life. And I think about Josh and how, in a sense, he's the underdog in that sport. And I that means that he works really hard to, to play well and I can do that whatever I, with whatever I'm working on. So it's been awesome watching him. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> well, Miss Erica Jackson, uh, she is balancing being a wife, being a mother to three babies, and also being a business owner. Um, I've just been, I'm not sure how long you've been doing microblading, but I have been noticing a lot, especially here in Jacksonville, how popular microblading is becoming. Um so I just want to kind of dive into that aspect of things and ask you a couple of things about that since it is very popular nowadays and it's something I'm personally interested in doing myself eventually. Um, yeah. I'm not sure dating microblading is. Um, could you let everyone know if they have not perhaps heard of microblading before? Yeah. So I'll start off by telling you all the different names that it's, it falls under because it's kind of interesting. Um, some of the names include, I'll read you the list. So there's embroidery, microstroking, um, 3D brows, 6D brows, feather touch, feathering, semi-permanent um, brows, and some people even refer to it as tattooed brows. And basically what it is, is it's an upgraded version of um, the old school tattooed eyebrows. So back in the day, you, some women would go to, I'm assuming back then they did and at the tattoo salons. I think some, sometimes it was done in it, like a med spa, but they would tattoo on eyebrows. And when they did it the old school way, they would go through seven layers of skin Ooh. with the machine, right? And there was no numbing involved. And no numbing? And so this, this is some uh, intense stuff right here. Seven layers of yeah. skin. <laughs> There's seven layers of hell for people who go through seven layers of skin, man. Dang. On your face. So, yeah. So the poor, the poor women who did it back then, they didn't know that it would then have like a, an effect and turn bluish grayish because it, once you go through a certain layer of your skin, mm. the pigment spreads and with it spreading, it causes a gray bluish effect over time. Right. So it doesn't keep the, the pigment that you're, the color that you're looking to have. And not only that, it was more of like a stamp look. So it was a continual um, coloration, coloration throughout the brow. Now, since microblading, what microblading is, is typically it's used, it's done with a handheld um, tool or a needle. There are some microblading artists who use a machine and they've done it. They use an upgraded um, machine version of doing microblading. But what microblading does is it gives you hair-like strokes that come off very natural and blend in with already existing hair or some artists um, like myself can provide clients with brand new brows. Yeah, and I've seen your work and it's nothing. absolutely gorgeous. Like I couldn't, like as you just showed me the first yeah. picture, I would never guessed anything other than just oh, natural eyebrows. Thank it's, you. it's an art, yeah. If, if you're good at it, it's an art. And you are good at it from what we can see. <laughs> Thank you so 
so much. And I, it's such a blessing, honestly, for me because it it took me a while to find something that fulfilled all the things that I'm passionate about. And the number one thing that I'm passionate about is empowering and uplifting women. And so what I found over time, especially being a mom, that morning time getting ready can be so stressful. Mm. And some days I leave the house and I'm not one to say everyone has to wear makeup, but you know, a little makeup can help a little under eye concealer, you know, make it look like you got sleep when you didn't. And mm-hmm. <laughs> so, if when you have to put on your brows and put on your mascara and under eye, you know, like it adds up and I'm all about efficiency, but beauty at the same time. So when I found out about microblading, um, about two years ago, I was so intrigued. And so I've always been passionate about brows and brow shape and, and accentuating beauty that's already existing because we're all beautiful. It's just about how we accentuate it. Um, Mm -hmm. And so that's just been such a blessing. Like I feel like it's more of a blessing than, than me blessing someone else with brows because I just get to hear these women's stories and it's a time for them to kind of unwind and relax. And, and um, I, you know, build some Mm -hmm. gorgeous brows for them. So, (laughs) I got a question for you. When you do these tattoos, um, are they, I mean, you're saying they're tattoos. Are they forever? Do they have a time frame? Yeah, good question. So there are different factors that go into play on whether, how long they last, but it's anywhere from a year to three years. Mm-hmm. And that's because we're not going, we're going about three layers deep instead of seven layers. And also oh there's a numbing, it's a numbing. Um, it's okay, Davey, it's okay. <laughs> I use use a topical numbing and the best way to describe the discomfort, it would be like initially it might feel like um, getting your brows waxed or getting them threaded. Mm-hmm. So the initial discomfort, because I do topical and then I reapply. And my whole motto is I'm not in a rush. So I don't, I'm going to take my time and I'm also going to make sure that it's a comfortable experience. Gotcha. And that's what, you know, my clients love. They, they, they're really at peace, you know, during the process. It's not something to rush. It's your face. You know, I always have to remind them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they want to make sure that it's done right. So it's like, take your time, honey. Take your time. As long as I'm looking good when you're done. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. I'm sure depending on each person, the time frame can vary for the treatment process. Like on average or give me a range of how long it can take. Okay, so I'll break it down kind of to give you an idea of how the the time frame works. So typically I tell everyone, give give the appointment about three hours. And I know I always have to calm them down like three hours, you're going to be microblading for three hours. No, no. Like the microblading is the fastest part. What I need the time for is because I'm a perfectionist and making sure that you love what we're, you know, the shape, the color. Um, everything about it before we actually start microblading. And so when you come in, we do the consult, we talk about what you're looking for, but we also talk about your lifestyle. So if you you work out a lot, um, we want to make sure that, you know, for the first week, you're not going to be sweating just because it, it helps with the healing and, and gives you ultimate 
optimal optimal sorry <laughs> results um and so the consult i always give about an hour for the consult and that also includes um you know doing the shaping adding the topical and working up figuring out which color you like and what color complements you the best i usually mix up three different um options mm-hmm. and you know i play around with that i have never had a problem with color so that's always been great and and um so then we do the shaping and i'm very conservative so i always start a little bit smaller than what you know i make sure that my clients come in understanding that you're not going to come in with a celebrity style and and have that shape done because everyone's face is is shaped differently and mm-hmm. it's important that we work on the golden rule versus just picking a shape that looks fun for the season you know right and so yeah so overall long that was a long answer mm, for your no. but it's about three hours i i always say about three hours and then i also add in too i didn't mention before we i always offer uh, a perfecting session and the reason being is everyone's skin's different and there's about a 30 percent to 40 percent lightening um effect that happens right. so on the first day when you have it done it's about the color that you that you like and then two day two to four it light it darkens before it then lightens Gotcha. And so, you know, I always, and I have the, this emoji that I send out to them. That's it's, well, I have two, I have an emoji <laughs> and an emoji and it's just funny faces of like the process of like what to expect. You know, oh, that's great. I love personally, like I'm a visual person. So like getting those would probably be the best thing for me. I'm like, Oh God, I don't know what's <laughs> happening. Oh, here's an emoji. Explain it. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, I, when you said, when I was looking up a little bit on micro, microblading before you came on, um, I was looking at, and they said some, like, people would do, like, two to three appointments, like, they're mm-hmm. about 30, 40 minutes long, and here, and, like, hearing your explanation and everything, you're really more thorough on everything. It really sounds like you're really putting in, um, like, you're really taking care of the people that are coming in to, uh, to, to work with you. I mean, it's amazing hearing someone taking that kind of time with three hours instead of like these quick sessions that people do and really dedicating their time to perfecting what what people came in for to look good. I definitely um, pride myself on perfection. It's funny because I, I am, I didn't realize really until after having kids that I am such a perfectionist. I guess it kind of Nah, when you have college. We all out. knew in college. Yo, don't let her fool you guys. <laughs> Erica was the one with the notes that you, you know, the person you go to for the notes because she had all the notes. That was Erica the whole time. Why didn't you guys tell me? Order. Why didn't you tell me? Let me in on that little secret that I didn't realize. No, no, no. Because if we told you, you stopped doing then we couldn't buy the notes. This is a good point. Very good point. <laughs> oh my God. Great stuff. So to touch on something that Davey actually did some research on, a couple of sessions, I've always heard that it takes a couple of sessions to have your brows, like, good for the time frame they're supposed to last. Is that true, or does that depend on the the person doing it? Does that depend on the person's brows, like, and how they take the pigment? I would say I have had clients who... Um, 
like I had one client, she, she plays, she does sports uh, at a collegiate level. And so because she's working out so heavily, I can't tell her, hey, um, I need you to not sweat today because, you know, obviously her coaches <laughs> are going to be pushing her pretty hard. And so she, um, with her, the she was probably one of the few people who didn't come back because I would say 100% it would be good to have the, the perfecting session. And the reason being is when you're going, when you're microbleeding the first time, your skin's considered virgin skin. And so it's taking in the pigment and everything, but the healing process, it may heal up and actually, you know, 30, 40% of it may go away. Gotcha. And so you go through all that and you're like, you know, then what's the point of me doing this if it's going to go away? And that happens, like, I would say like 98% of the time. And it doesn't have to do with the microblader. I mean, there are factors involved, but that's across the board. This is for like people who've been doing it for for five years, you know, even ten years. It hasn't been around for very long. So there are a couple artists who have have been doing this for, or at least some form of this for about ten years. But that's very few and far between. So that's why I say five years is pretty pretty average. Hmm. Okay. Gotcha. Now, here's the drum roll question that I think we're all waiting to hear. Are you ready? <laughs> How much does this procedure cost? So, that's a good question. So, it just location-wise plays obviously like anything else a big factor on how much it costs. Hell yeah. But we have people, and I would suggest staying away from them, but we have some people offering it for like you know, hundred dollars or so. And those will usually be people that are doing it out of their house, which is not allowed to all the way from, I've heard something as crazy as, um, 900, 1200 hmm. crazy. Hmm. But I think a good average, um, number is anywhere from like 400, like three to, to 500. But That's most of the time, yeah. that includes the touch-up as well, the perfecting mm -hmm. session. Wow. Did you hear that, David? Yeah. Hey, I mean... So when your girlfriend says she wants to get her eyebrows marker-bladed, you just support and uh, offer a payment plan. Offer a payment plan. <laughs> and the guys love it because that makes, you know, date nights or mornings or whenever you're, you're waiting on your ladies to get ready, it, definitely makes the the process faster i'm just thinking about single life and having to wake up next to someone with no eyebrows and now i'm thinking <laughs> at least they can solve that problem <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to be like honey are you upset are you happy <laughs> <laughs> i'm be like that that microblading session didn't work out huh <laughs> oh my god oh, too funny too funny <laughs> So how do you balance like doing this, having your three kids and like trying to teach teach your kids German and Josh running around tackling people? Like what how does this all work? Uh well it's I realize you can't you can have it all, you just can't have it all at once. Like it's just it's not 
you know, some days are super good days at, in the salon, you know, with my clients. And, and then that day I felt kind of like a failure at home because I didn't get a chance to, um, you know, cuddle with my five-year-old or, or I missed out on something at home. And I realized being the queen of like FOMO, fear of missing out, mm-hmm. um, I realized that you just can't have it all at once, but you do have, you have to just take those wins at the end of the day. You know, you have to figure out, well, you know what? This worked out nice. And I'm just going to be happy about that. I, I don't think there's like a secret to it. I think it's, at the end of the day, you have to decide, is this taking you closer to what your dream is and your purpose and your passion? And then you have to settle and just say that it's okay that I'm going to miss out on a little bit of cuddle time because I'm going to make up for it on the weekend or I'm going to, you know, you have to just, you have to decide and it can't be based off of anything that anyone else is doing because you see on social media that some people put, you know, the highlight reel and everything and it looks so great. But at the end of the day, is it something that Erica wants to deal with or, or settle with? And that has to be the answer. Wow. 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 That's a the moment right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's, <not the> answer. <laughs> it's kind of funny. It's, I, it's like so far from perfect. I can't even explain, but I love, I love everything part of it you know and when I first became a mom six almost six years ago um I thought oh man I'm just gonna stay at home all day every day and just hang out with them and then I started feeling like I lost myself mm-hmm. and I thought, you know gosh I want to I want to work but I don't want to miss out on being there for them and and then when you're if you um nurse your kids then you have to worry about pumping milk so you have enough milk from them to eat and this and the other and this is the first time um i started i really started the business when i was six months five or six months pregnant and i said i'm sorry baby i would talk to Riker all the time i didn't know he was a boy but i talked to him all the time and i'd say hey listen I'm, when you come out, I'm gonna be working, and I I know you're not. I'm not gonna be hanging out with you as much as I did with your siblings, but I need it for my mental health, because I need to have something for myself, and it's gonna make me a better mom. And so when you have, you know, everyone has their own thing, what's important for them, but but whatever it is, you'll find a balance, and it'll work out. Sorry, it's a long answer. <laughs> no, but it's a beautiful, beautiful answer. Yeah. And I hear your kids back there. I mean, <laughs> they're all... They're ready. They're ready they're for you. Mama back. <laughs> Look. They're, they're arguing. And you know what's funny? A lot of people have mom guilt. And if I'm, you know, talking to the moms or future moms and... Um, don't let mom guilt get to you. Because the funny thing is, I was... I've been... I can't... I'd be lying if I didn't if I didn't admit that I wanted to pack this up and just put on hold multiple times like some days every day is a battle waking up and saying wait is this really what I want to do still is this really what I want to do and it is because it's part of my purpose but um I one day my daughter was um giving me a hard time because she's really good at that (laughs) and and she was saying you know I just want to hang out with you I want to hang out with you and um, so I said, you know, 
should I stop? And I don't, I don't know why I really value my, my kids' opinions, even though they're little, I, I treat them like a, a mixture of adults and, and kids because they're very smart. I have responsibilities for them, but I talk to them like they're people, not like they're babies. Good. So I said, you I know, that. Do, do you, um, do you think mommy should stay home and not work? And, and, um, and she said, yes, yes. And then, then the next thing you know, she's excited because I'm leaving and she gets to hang out with her dad. So I was like, you know what? Forget it. I'm doing my thing. <laughs> the betrayal. <laughs> the betrayal. Oh. I was like, that's why, that's where you, you know. <laughs> this is why I can't trust y'all. <laughs> that's what you really <laughs> want to say. <laughs> Golly. Yeah. Like, you're, you're my favorite. You're glad. You should be glad. <laughs> <laughs> And then one other thing I wanted to add that I thought was funny. It sounds so silly, but I was thinking to myself, oh, man, um, Riker is going to be so much closer to Josh um, than than the other two, because I'm, you know, I'm leaving him while he's because I I went back with to work with clients when he was like a month old. And and like, keep in mind, like, I'm not gone all day. Mm -hmm. It's but it's like long segments because i told you it's three hours you know so um so i thought for sure his first word was going to be daddy right and the other two's first words were daddy or he they the, some other it may have been some other words but it definitely wasn't mommy and the funny thing is his first was first word was mom and then he said now he's saying mama and I'm like, I guess it doesn't really matter if I'm home or not. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. That's funny. Well. Oh, so cute. I mean, we're we're not parents yet, but oh, like, I applaud you, girl, for if you feel like you don't have it together to us, it seems like you have it together. Right. So yep. you're doing awesome. And I'm not talking about just the highlights that we see on social media, just like talking with you now, getting more of a one-on-one -on -one feel for you. It's like, I think you're doing awesome. So I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah. If I could just you're say so one welcome. thing, it's just like, Erica, you're a beautiful person inside and out. I know I've seen you around your kids and your family and it's just beautiful. And, um, I know you've probably heard this a million times, but I'm always, I'm hoping that, uh, I could, yeah, like I, I wish I'm hoping that I could ever have a family as beautiful and cool and, and just fun as yours. So, oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> and we appreciate you coming on and giving us a chance. And God, basic fam, you should be hearing Erica's interview later on uh, in the week, and she will have uh, her article posted on the website as well. So, come check it out. And Erica, do you want to shout out your um, your IG or like how they can get in contact with you if they're in the Orlando area? Yes, I'd love to. But before I do that, I wanted to add in because I forgot to mention this. We all, and when I say all, my seven-month-old as well, love the serum, the hair serum. And it works for all of our different hair types. And I just, I can't tell you how much I appreciate that because if you know the struggle of the products we've had to go through yeah. <laughs> for all of us. So I really, really appreciate that. I love it so much. But yes, my handle is at um, bombshell brows and beauty. And that's on, and that's Instagram. on Instagram. And that's Instagram. Yes. Okay. On, on Facebook, I'm bombshell brows and beauty. Gotcha. So I think gotcha. it's like facebook.com and then 
backslash bombshell brows and beauty. And then the website is www.bombshellbrows.xyz. Hey everybody, we're back and Trista is here with our wonderful April trend or a beauty tip. What do you got for us today? What we got going on today. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about protein um, oh, and I why do you see I use it that everywhere. In my, in my shakes every day. Yeah, true. That you're you're not lying because you can definitely ingest it that way. You can apply it topically, but more so protein for your hair specifically, not just the ah, type that okay, helps okay. rebuild your muscles. You know what I mean? Yes. I know you know a little sound song about protein. Now it's a little sound song. Sounds Different types fun. of protein. Um, <laughs> Do you know which protein actually makes up most of your hair? I'm guessing you're going to tell me. (laughs) Of course I'm going to tell you. (laughs) Um, Believe it or not, like your hair and your nails, they share the same type of protein, which is keratin. Yes. And it may be a little puzzle because it's like, well, your nails are hard and your hair is soft. Like how is it the same type of protein? Pause. Uh, I think I know the answer to that one because your hair is actually thin and pigmented true very 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 true that's god's way of playing little tricks on us it's like yeah it's the same type but they're they result in a different way on on your body so um believe it or not it's like most of your hair's dna is made up of protein it's like 90 percent protein and that's keratin um what protein does, it helps to strengthen and grow your hair. Um, by adding protein to your hair, it helps to rebuild the areas that you've lost protein, whether it's through like chemical processes like coloring your hair, bleaching mm-hmm. your hair, doing relaxers, stuff like that. Um, everyone knows about heat damage. Everyone who's natural, who reverts back to straight hair and curly hair, they understand the struggle of heat damage. That's the protein in your hair being damaged. Mm. But probably the worst of all, which everyone alive is guilty of, if you have hair in your head, that is, (laughs) Um, is through physical manipulation. Like people tend to just kind of treat the hair any kind of way sometimes. It's like being in the salon doing hair. If I'm detangling hair, they're like, oh, you could be a little rougher. I was like, I'm not going to be so rough with your hair because I don't want to rip your hair out. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, what? <laughs> I know because I mean, I've been in there and I, I tell them all the time, like, yo, it's just it's just going to be hard. You're going to have to, like, just yank and hold and yank and hold. Like, there's, I don't know, there's not much I can do with this. Don't yank it. Don't mm. yank it. Especially when your hair is wet. You know, your hair is weaker when it's wet than when it's dry. So if you're... If you're finding that you have in clumps of hair and your hairbrush and your comb, you should learn to be a little more gentle with your hair because you're damaging your hair. Mm, okay, okay. And nobody likes damaged hair. Mm. So I'm going to talk a little bit about the protein treatments that are out there Ooh. and the purpose that they serve Ooh. with your hair. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm peaked. <laughs> um, well, you did mention that you use protein in your shakes, right? Yes, soy protein and sometimes so I have soy protein, but I have been wanting to experiment with this new um, grasshopper or cricket protein. It's brand new. Oh, wow. It's supposed to pack a ton more with less with less powder. So, but yeah, yes, 
<laughs> um, protein, definitely. They do come from animals for the most part. They also have um, vegan protein, plant-based proteins for those who don't eat meat out there and don't want to have the powder version of meat either. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it's like with anything else, ideally you want to be able to live a healthier lifestyle, have a diet that contains protein. And if you don't consume enough protein, um, there's always smoothies. You can add protein powder into that or your after gym regimen. Um, another thing, if you're going to use a topical protein, which I suggest to do anyway, because most people don't have a healthier diet and they don't get all the nutrients and things that they need for the body to perform optimally. Mm-hmm. Um, I need people to start reading product labels. Super duper important. Well, super duper important. Especially we're all millennials. We've, we've been doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess you know. To be honest with you, I don't think a lot of people read their hair care, their hair product stuff. They just read the first little portion on the front that says something like it does this and it does that, and that's as far as they get. Yes. Um, with that being said, so when you're looking for products and researching products, of course your eyes gonna gravitate to towards the front of the product and what it claims to do. You want to look for key phrases such as repairing, um, strengthening reconstruction and rebuilding your, your hair. It may or may not be in quotations, but those are things that you want to look for on the front of the bottle. Um, when it comes to the back of the bottle, well, I'm, I know you know this. I think most people yeah. know this, millennials know this. But um, whatever ingredients that are strongest in the product are usually listed first, and then they decrease after that, right? Yep, that's true. All right. I know we talked previously in the podcast about, you know, treatments for your hair, deep conditioning, leave-in conditioners, which are great. What makes protein treatments different from those are that they're rich, they're richer in the actual protein and moisturizers to kind of treat your hair a little bit. Um, now, what type of protein treatment that you use on your hair really depends on your hair depends on your hair texture um so i go mostly based on um how coarse your hair is how thick is your hair Mm -hmm. um how damaged is your hair that determines what type you should be using on your hair um you may have a protein pack you can buy them individually like a one-time use pack Mm -hmm. um you can also buy them in a jar um, you can get them literally anywhere. TJ Maxx, Target, Sally's has a bazillion choices. And I guarantee you just about every product line makes something for you. Mm. Um, you'll have hair that is damaged again, like from chemical treatments or heat damage, especially heat damage. And don't be afraid like to add some oil in there too, because your hair definitely needs oil and oil is moisture. So how often you do it also depends on your hair. You have to learn your hair, listen to your hair. How often do you want to do treatments on your hair? Me personally, I wear a lot of units. I wear my hair in protective style. So I don't have much manipulation with my hair. So I don't have to do treatments as often, but I am chemically treated. Therefore my hair is damaged y'all like a lot of people. So you need to restore your hair restore hair fix hair 
build hair. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Okay, it sounds like sounds like my workout regimen right here. Like, okay, so depending <laughs> on how much muscle you're trying to build and get weight gain, you can determine how much like protein you want to use and when you want to use it. Because if in the morning you gotta use this, and then at night you gotta do that, and if you do it after a workout or before a workout, you feed your muscles before yeah, all that stuff. It sounds very similar so I'm in my eyes I'm kind of thinking okay if I need to really try and bulk up a lot I need to double up on my protein amount I probably should do it more often and then if I'm just trying to stay okay I have a pretty easy I don't have to do much I probably do a light amount of it like once in a while throw in some protein into my drink call it a day restore my muscles at least and reduces some of the soreness right right it's like you you have her in your head if you're going through the um, effort of making it look nice, make sure you're taking care of it. And at times that you don't take care of it, make sure you just replenish it. Because you, everybody wants good looking hair, everybody wants soft hair and manageable hair. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you take care of your body, you take care of your skin, your hair should not be any different people. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Oh, and so after the last episode when we were talking about eye creams, I've actually... Mm-hmm done some before pictures and got some eye cream and i'm in i guess two weeks time of the release of this podcast i will be updating the one month results oh yes well look at there look at there i know (laughs) i never thought i i mean it's kind of interesting because it as of right now it is uh too soon to tell but we'll see for sure for we'll sure well, now remember a month you may or may not see or feel you might feel this difference before you see a difference but it normally takes a couple of months but i'm i'm excited ugh. i'm proud of you and i'm excited go ahead davy go ahead mm, thank you thank you so and so you said there's different types of proteins i'm sorry i butted in but you said there are different types of proteins so you're not just keratin with their other ones right there's a silk protein um there's hydrolyzed keratin protein type of keratin protein um but yeah this believe it or not how silk protein is extracted is kind of gross um <laughs> But, you know, it's always the gross things that are good for you, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, they come from silk and they can come from plants or animals. But specifically, I did find one source saying it comes from insects and how it is distracted. I'm not going to lie. It made me a little queasy. But <laughs> it does help make your hair, like, super duper soft. That's the benefit of it. Right. And, um super duper soft makes your hair nice and shiny um it adds to the elasticity of your hair and it helps to prevent breakage so all in all it is super good for your hair good now is that something that you do as a treatment or something that you kind of get in the product that's something that you can get in the product oh so you can kind of use it on a regular basis so you can almost keep protecting or doing protein treatments in your hair on a you know yeah, do the protein treatments as, as needed or as wanted. It's up to you. But also, like, if you find that within products that can help to further protect your hair and keep it nice and soft and healthy, which everyone wants, do that as well. Wow. Wow. That's informative. Now, are you using um, protein treatments? Sir? I do use a product that has <laughs> silk protein in it. 
um, just basic curl cream. So it has some silk protein I noticed on the back of it. And uh, I love it. <laughs> but that's about as far as I go. Other than that, I just do my co-washes and um, occasionally do a deep condition with like a, a hair mask. Look at you. Hmm. Bravo. <laughs> Thank Bravo. You. Thank you. Bravo. Oh my God. Thank See, you. you put work into your hair and then your hair looks good and then you get compliments from your hair, right? That's what everybody wants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're like, hey, can I, can I touch it? Can I feel it? And then I'm like, I just, yeah. <laughs> I think we've all <laughs> the been The struggles there. of having curly natural hair. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. It's all good. Well, thank you, Miss Trista. I appreciate you coming on and dropping some knowledge on us and teaching us about different types of uh, proteins and why they're important for our hair and how we can use them. And for sure. we will definitely be looking out for you out there on, if I if I hear this correctly, everybody, y'all, she literally got hit up to do like a little interview. She's getting all, she's getting a big head here, getting all popular <laughs> and important. <laughs> So. Yeah, it, it was cool. It was crazy early in the morning, but it it was very interesting and cool and different to be on the other end of the conversation. Not asking questions, but being the one to answer the questions. So, it's a little mm-hmm. different. Miss Triss Tris is out here doing big things, y'all. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, anyway, hopefully you'll still be on the show. You won't disappear and be the social butterfly that you are. And we will catch up with you, Basic Fam, at another time. And if you guys have any questions you want to reach out to us hit us up on the anchor fm app and just leave us some a voicemail and we'll answer it on air all right everybody catch you guys later catch you later guys next time peace ciao hey basic fam the show today was produced by basic llc music was provided by torian miles If you haven't already rated us, you know, it helps us get noticed. So one stars, five stars, it's up to you. But remember to subscribe and share and let people know about the basic buzz. All right, basic fam. See you next time.